Alright guys, I'm back. Back from a long hiatus, and now, I'm gonna get back into it. So this session is gonna be on, I'm gonna say, this session is gonna be about the jobs I hate. Let's get it started. Okay, so, the first job I hate, it's called Furniture Fair. Um, I worked at Furniture Fair for a short month around June, then I quit around July. No, no, I started in May, then I quit around July, and then I worked at the hospital. But anyway, Furniture Fair is located on Lejeune Boulevard. It is right by Pizza Hut and Pizza Hut and a beauty store. <clears throat> Why I say furniture fair was one of my worst jobs is because they were racist. Yeah, let's just keep it a buck with you. Yeah, they were racist. They never let me do a whole lot of that. They never let me get on the floor. They were racist on top of it. And they will always put me back in a back burner. Okay. So here's what happened. When I applied for the job and I got the job, I had to come in, meet everybody, whatnot. And so... We had met one person by the name of Natasha. Or, let me give you a rundown on the people first. All right. Ed is a black older man. Pretty nice dude. Chill guy. Like, dude is very chill. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I forgot it. Her name is, um, I think Tatiana, Tanya. She was a black lady, but she she would talk a lot like talk to everybody tell everybody business blah 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 next thing miranda i never had a good relationship with her like that it was like hit and miss with her one minute i'll be cool with her one minute i'll just be like Ugh. anyway who's next mike mike was a new guy he came in like a few weeks after i was about to leave he was a pretty cool dude pretty chill guy he helped out here and there Kadia. Mm, oh, I love Kadia. Kadia told Kadia is a very Kadia was very nice to me. She was very open, very nice, very truthful. She was like, you know what? Yeah, I don't know why you took this job. Like the races, the races outdoors here. Like I don't know why you took it. Maybe you just took it for the money or something. I don't know, but you just never took it. I ain't gonna lie. I thought I had the perks of being a salesman. I did, but. You know, uh, who's next? Okay, now we're on to the to the douchebags. All right, let's start with the person who we talked about, Natasha. Okay, Natasha. I'm gonna say she was more of that um that dirty. I'm gonna bleep this out, but she was more of like a dirty slut. Yeah, and. To this day, I feel like that her and the manager were sleeping with each other. She was married, but she had a black husband. And her and she would dog the crap out of her husband to save her life. Like, there's no point on how I don't know how you got married, but that ain't my business, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Christine. Christine was, and I'm going to say this too, I'm going to bleep this out later. Christine was... Karen slash MILF. Yeah. Karen slash MILF. Christine was that if you don't hotty toddy my way, then it's a problem. 
if you don't do it my way, what's this? So think about it. Everybody do things differently. I did things differently when I worked there because they would have never got me on the floor even when even when I would get stuff right, they would still say I'm doing something wrong. Like, they would also say I'm doing something wrong. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And it's like, it got to the point where why did I, I got, it got to the point where I dread coming here. Last person, Mitch. This one right here. Oh my God, this one. This man right here. Uh-uh. I don't know what it was, but he was so buddy buddy and close up to Natasha. It didn't make no sense. I'm thinking, okay, they sleeping with each other or something. So, at the time my girlfriend at the time, I'm not gonna tell her name, but at the time my girlfriend at the time, we had met Natasha and she had said some wild stuff. And <laughs> yeah, it, it tripped my girlfriend out because she was ready to go upside her head. She was. She was ready to fight her. My total was, come on, let's go. Let's, let's just go. Don't don't worry about it. Let's just go. So, we had left. I started working there. I started doing a little paperwork to write out how much this, this, and that, this, this, and that, and that, and that. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't too good at it. Now, when I saw how they were interacting with people whatnot, I picked up on that. So far, I only sold two things in that store. I sold a TV and I sold a chair. They, um, they never gave me like that bonus that they get for it. They will always, they will always talk about how they will get like this six, like six figure checks and all this and all that. I never paid attention to it, but until I actually saw people who they sold to come back and be like, where's furniture at? Where's furniture at? This a Ponzi scheme that... Oh, this is a oh, this is a Ponzi ring. Oh, okay, this is a Ponzi scheme. Because I had looked at some orders, and turns out some of them orders they were in the warehouse. They were in the warehouse. They just never told them. I said, "Hey, this is that." Because they say was that if the order ain't here, you need to let them know. Hey, it might be a little bit longer. I would say this: Don't order for furniture fair or that. Don't go to that furniture fair. Go to the furniture fair that's on Memorial Drive. That furniture fair is better. This one on Lejeune Boulevard, they will scam you to save your life. They will. And they hate it when I was there because it's like I knew they scheme. They don't like black folks being in there. They don't like black folks being in there. Why? Because they feel like that black folks can't sell as much as them. They always will. They will always bring up how we will sell more. We will do this more. We will do that more. We will get more service. We'll get more business. We'll get this and we'll get that. We'll make more money. And it's like every time I'll talk with Christine, I will have this dread. I'll have a dread of coming there because it'd be like, bruh, who cares how much you make? I'm trying to sell. They never put me out on the floor because they said I didn't know how to write up tickets. There's one time when I write a ticket, it was perfect. This ticket was so perfect. I wish I still had a picture of it. But this ticket was so perfect to the point where it was like, they said was that it was still wrong. That ticket was still wrong. Even when, even when I'm going to call it Tanya, when she came up and told Mitch about it. His name is Mitch, by the way. White dude. Manager of it. Yeah, he wears a Blue Lives Matter bracelet on him. I get it. Free, freedom of speech. But, you know. But anyway. So, when she told him about it and everything that I said, 
he got mad at it. But then I said, was what about the time she told you that I did write up a write up a ticket that was good? He just went silent. He didn't say nothing. He didn't say nothing. That's the thing about it. He didn't like when I had got stuff right because they were always trying to find a fault in me. They didn't like when I always would do stuff right. Because if I was to do something right, they didn't like that. They will always be like, well, this ain't right, or this is wrong, or you don't need to do this, or you don't need, you know. They'll always try to find a way to say this about this. So, afterwards, they would, afterwards, when I was like, you know what, I'm going to find a different job, I'm going to leave. Because at that point, I'm like, you know what, I don't care about this no more. This ain't even worth my time. This is just, this is just, So anyway, so anyway, yeah, they had, um, what was it? So she was like, well, you got to straighten up or just go home one day because it was the day I was about to leave. That was my last week. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go home. I ain't got time for this. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going home. So I went home because I'm like, I don't have time for y'all to keep on struggling nobody and saying that I don't got it. You ain't got it. You ain't got it. When it's like I didn't wrote up about four or five tickets that was perfect. And it's like at that point, you know what? Screw it. I'm going home. And so, I'm like, I'm going home. And so I told her, that I quit. I quit. Y'all won. I quit. She's like, okay, well, you got to leave the store. I'm like, okay, cool. There was another guy I forgot to say. His name was William. Pretty nice dude. They wanted him gone because they didn't like how the way he worked. His work ethic was pretty good. To me, his work ethic was pretty good. I don't know about everybody else, but they had him doing everything. They had him unloading trucks. Taking all the furniture out, moving the furniture, putting it together, putting it all together. But they still said that the guy's work ethic sucked. They did. I don't know why. They still said his work ethic sucked so bad to the point to where Christine didn't want him there. Because Christine was that type of Karen where it's like, if you don't do what I say, then you need to leave. True enough. Yeah, I follow her. I listen I followed what she said, and I listened to it, and it's like, that wasn't the right way to do it sometimes. She would get mad if you would challenge her. If you would challenge her, she would catch a whole fit. She would catch a fit. I don't know why. Maybe she don't like to be challenged by a black person. I don't know. But when I challenged her that day, she had called her attitude. And that day, I wanted to slap the fire from her that day. I really did want to slap her. But I was like, you know what? My job's on the line. Don't, don't, don't hit her. Don't hit her. It ain't worth it. Don't, don't, don't hit her. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth going to jail. She ain't worth that jail time. Don't hit her. Don't hit her. What Joe said, don't do it, Mabel. Don't do it, Mabel. You know, but I didn't do it. And so, in conclusion, that is the reason why I hated the job. Job was racist. They didn't care. Oh, yeah, and I've got the left one thing out. They had talked about a person that was way before me, and they said how he had smelled. They would just dog him out left and right. It would be Natasha. 
Christine, Mitch, and Miranda. Black guy as well. Black dude as well. He didn't last long. They say he didn't last long because they don't like young black folks in there. They don't. They like either older black folks or the older or younger white folks and older white folks in there. They only like that type of crowd because they feel like that we don't know it all. We're just hotheads. We're just stupid. We don't know too much. And it's like, you know what? Okay. And plus top it off that they are that racist group and it makes it like worse and worse. So yeah, that makes it worse. But my five takeaways from that job. Number one, be careful who you make friends with at that, at that store. Number two, if it gets to the point to where it's too heavy, leave. Number three, challenge something if you don't want. Challenge something if you don't agree with it, challenge it, no matter what happens. Number four, don't ever be afraid to try something that you don't, that you don't know. You might like it. And number five, don't ever let you, don't ever deal with any type of racism. Don't. Because there's another job I'm going to talk about later. It's kind of an iffy, so I'm going to put it at the end. I'm going to call it, it's, it's a job I hate, but it's iffy. It's an iffy job because there's some goods and there's some bad. The good thing is about Furniture Fair. It was more relaxed. It wasn't, besides the little, a little racist crap, it was more relaxed. You really didn't have a whole lot of business there, blah, blah, blah. My second good thing about it was that most of the time I wasn't bothered, but half of the time I was bothered and I got more stuff done, not bothered, than unbothered. When I got on that floor, unbothered by myself, I sold. I sold because the reason how I sold was because was that you don't have all these white folks running around. Be in mind, I'm being watched because I'm a young black dude. I don't know nothing. I'm just out the gate. Yeah, they don't put me. They 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 didn't want me on the floor. Just punch they blank. They didn't want me on the floor. So I'm this young black dude out on the floor doing what they're doing. And when I sold that once and that twice, let me tell you, Christine was hot. <laughs> she didn't like that. She did not like that. She did not like when I sold. She did not. She was like. She hated it. Some reason she hated it. Oh, and one more thing. Don't don't uh, go to the one that's on Memorial Drive. Don't go to the one on Lejeune Boulevard because the one on Lejeune Boulevard, they'll tell you they don't have it, but then next thing you know, it'd be right in the back. Like I'm so serious. Like to all my fans, I love you guys. Let's get the fan base growing. And this is Shinomarame. Y'all have a good day.